0: Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. All right, today we have Jessica Rupcich. Did I say it right? You <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here today I so Jessica and I met via uh, my dear friend Tony who you guys hear about all the time and I want Jessica you to tell us something about yourself that we're not going to read in your bio though get to read all your professional greatness here in a little bit but tell us something that's not in your bio that you want us to know about you.
1: Oh, man. So yeah, there, there, there's a lot of stuff that's not in my bio. Um, you know, the bio is really about my, um, you know, my professional life as, as a, an entrepreneur and a businesswoman. Um, but I'm also a mother of three kids. And um, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. And I'm actually a recovering alcoholic. And this is something that I love talking about, because it brings awareness um, to, to topics that are uh, affecting a lot of people these days
0: mm, so we have some things in common already <laughs> yeah i mean i I don't always get the opportunity to share, but I'm always happy to share because I think that our stories help and heal. um I have three kids as well, and i and i I'll change the phrasing just because of the way i I say it is that I have overcome domestic abuse, and um the reason i I had to change it for me because I found myself only surviving. And I wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't a me overcoming. It was me like I'd gotten in this habit of just trying to get by, just, you know, escaping with my life, if you will. That's the way I felt about it. And that's what happened to me. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that as we, as we chat some more. Um, But why don't you tell everybody about what you do professionally before we get there?
1: Okay. Well, Actually, um, currently, I I have a full-time job and then I have um, a passion project that I like to call that I've created this year. Um, I am... um, uh, a commercial sales account executive for a communications company, a large communications company here in Canada where I live. Um, And that's what I do full time. So I deal with a lot of businesses that way. Um, But this passion project that I created um, at the beginning of this year is something that um, it really feeds my soul's purpose it it, it really uh, it gives my work meaning and it gives my life meaning and so basically what it is um, it's uh, a program that leads and supports women to debt freedom. It um, provides a system where women can become the master of their financial destiny. You see, back at the beginning of 2019, in January, I set out on quite possibly the the journey of of my lifetime, and it was a journey towards debt freedom. I I took drastic actions uh, to get drastic results, and by uh, October, in just 10 months, I was able to be to become financially consumer debt-free for the wow. first
0: time in my adult life. Oh my God. So I would love to hear the journey from where you were to how you ended up wanting to do this for other women. You know, Was it something that um, was pa- you were passionate about because of something you've experienced? Or Did you just see it and thought it was a great opportunity? What was it that caused you to say, this is something I wanna do professionally and not just for myself?
1: Yeah, so it it, it really was uh, an evolution. You know, um, it it was an evolution of um, uh, Jessica's personality getting in alignment with Jessica's soul. So the real work kind of began years ago um, when I decided to um, get out of a a relationship that was not healthy. Um, So I became a single mom. Um, you know, a uh, homeowner for the first time in my life um, and, and really not knowing, you know, how to manage money and um, was, was you know, using alcohol as, as a way to numb a lot of the pain. So there was there was all of that. So um, wow. the first thing was, you know, getting out of a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then the next thing was, you know, Jessica realizing she had a problem with alcohol and, um, and deciding that uh, it, it was time to just, quit that altogether. And so about two years after I was living a life of sobriety and I I got a lot of clarity in my life, a lot of focus and and meaning, I was seeing another pattern uh, in my life where you know, I wasn't using uh, alcohol to numb my pain, um, but I was using shopping um, to make myself feel better. You know, a lot of times we seek externally to fulfill um, voids um, that are inside of us, and and I was just you know using my money and, and shopping to to buy things that I thought were filling me and and making me happy, but they never lasted. And so what ended up happening is I got myself into a hole um, of about $30,000 in consumer debt and, and realized this was the next thing I needed to master was my money.
0: Oh my God. Jessica, you said a whole mouthful. We could do like four <laughs> different podcasts on all the various things you just said. <laughs> so first, I want to applaud you for being um, just honest because again, many times we don't share the whole story and people think, why can't I do it? Because they only tell the one, two, three, they don't tell all of the background. So sure, thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. the whole story. And you know what is it? About, I guess, I won't even say women, because I know some men have this issue as well. But what do you think it is that causes us to switch one addiction for the other addiction? You know what I mean? We're like, well, I'm not doing that bad thing anymore. But now I'm doing this. Do you have any um, just revelation as to why that is?
1: Well, it's interesting because I was um, in a in another um, uh, group networking meeting the other week, and um, I was learning about um, about uh, the brain and uh, dopamine and and these feelings that we get from you know doing certain things. And what I realized was that you know people who have uh, addictions to things, and and let's not fool ourselves. A lot of people have addictions to things, yes. whether it's food, yes. whether it's yes. coffee, things that are acceptable socially and things that are not. OK, so we yes. all are living with addictions. Yes. Um, so, you know, we do these things and then we get this rush of dopamine, these, these feelings that make us uh, the sensation of feeling really good. And oftentimes what happens is when you stop one thing, you, you kind of find another another avenue that gives you those same rushes, those same highs, and that's exactly uh, what, what I did. And so it wasn't until, you know, I got control over my money, um, finally became debt-free for the first time in my adult life at 40 years old, that I completely transformed into a different person. You see, getting out of debt requires behavior modification. And the debt-free journey is really about personal transformation at the end of the day. Um, You know, I can offer it to people as an end goal and people might think that that is the end goal and and it it is an, an end goal. But really what happens over the course of the journey is you transform. You are not the same person I was not the same person at the end of my debt-free journey as I was at the beginning. And so that's what's really amazing about this experience is not only do you become debt-free, but you change, you transform as a person. I am so mindful now over every dollar. You know, I want to build a legacy. I know you speak about your granddaughter and and leaving a legacy um, for her. I, I want to be able to do that. I, I want to be able to do things that you know, people haven't been able to do in my family for a long time. I want to be able to give outrageously. I never knew before how powerful of a feeling it is to be able to give, give to other people, give to just randomly, like yes. help people and give. It's incredible. And so um, back to your question, which was how did I –
0: what was the question? It's like, I mean, it was literally like, what, what was it that caused you to say, okay, I don't want to just do this for myself. I want to help other people to do it as well.
1: Oh, yes. Because when I arrived at debt-free land, as I like to call it for the first time in my life, I was completely overwhelmed with the feelings of security, number one, because as a woman... <laughs> Nothing means more than to feel secure in, in, in your, in your, um, your, your position, your place in life. And especially if you have kids, you know, um, I was overwhelmed with the, the feelings of security, freedom, and power. And, and knowing that seven out of 10 people on my block, seven out of seven out of my 10 friends are feeling are in the same place of living paycheck to paycheck, you know, having good jobs, and making good money, but you know, all the while just trying to keep up with the Joneses and make everyone think on the outside that you've got it all together when 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 really you have feelings of shame and guilt and embarrassment and you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I wanted to say, Hey, you know what? I know where you are. I've been there. come with me. I've got this magical place I want to take you to and 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 you you're just you're gonna be so much better for it um and so the reason why I created this business is because I know there's many people where I was and i and I want to show them the way
0: I love that so number one, you get. <laughs> orange applause And orange applause is just like, oh my God, you just said some magical things right now. And a couple of things that I want our listeners to really grab hold of. Number one, one of the things that I say frequently is how you do anything is how you do everything. And so many times we're playing that. I don't know in Canada if they have this game whack-a-mole where it's like you hit one thing down and something else pops up. And I think that for many of us, especially women... And especially when we're not clear on what the real root problem is, we play rock, rock-a-mole with our lives. It's like, I got this one, but then we see it pop over here, and we don't realize it's the same problem, just manifesting itself in many different ways. So what you were talking about is you were talking about the fact that you know when you made the debt-free transformation, it transformed everything. There's a woman I follow. Her name is Dr. Cindy Trim. And she always asked this question, what's the one thing you can change that can change everything? And although debt freedom was, the, like you said, the manifestation of that freedom, it was like you transformed, your insides changed. Something happened on the inside of you that allowed you to be able to make this transformation in many different ways. And so I'm just hoping that number one, the people who are listening to us right now will grab hold of that at the end. And maybe even before that, I'm going to make sure everybody has a way to connect with you because if you're able to help them figure out that one thing that they're struggling with, that literally can change every facet of their lives. It's like, man, it's, it's the journey that you're on. Jessica is so much bigger than money, and you know that sounds weird because people think money is everything, but it's mm. it's just a piece of the puzzle. Um, so my next question for you is this: because in our interactions, we've been interacting together for a few months now, I've noticed when you speak, I just see that light come on. There's just a level of that confidence that not everyone is able to exude. So tell us what has been your confidence story? Have you always been? confident like this? And if not, what has it, you know, been like for you to go from that place of where you might've been to where you are right now?
1: Well, you know, that question just in my mind kind of brings me like all the way back, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I always felt like, um, you know, I was punching upwards, you know, Um, I was not born in, um, you know, a family where I had um, you know, um, a sense of security, um, a, a sense of, you know, being um, protected and, 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 and cared for. Um, you know, I, I was born into a, a dysfunctional uh, marriage where my mom and dad were already, you know, on the outs and getting ready for divorce, um, you know, alcoholism, gambling addiction. Um, you know, I left home at 14 years old. I was I and and I I moved out and I moved on into uh, to be with uh, my boyfriend at the time who um, uh, was much older than me. Uh, I look back now and it was actually not even legal. Um, But I felt like, um, you know, this this man. Uh, loved me and he was going to take care of me and protect me. And that's what happens when you don't have a father. That's what happens when you don't have a man in your life as a little girl who loves you and protects you and takes care of you. You look for that in other people. And that's exactly what I found in this older man, which turned out to be not a very good thing for me, but Um, As I carried on and I started to, you know, get smarter and mature, um, I I realized that I needed to to get away uh, in order to grow into this person. And, um, you know, it took a couple marriages before and a couple divorces um, before I I really started to get it, you know. Um, But now... um, it's just been an evolution of my soul. I feel like you know, um, you know, you've got this personality, and then you've got this this soul. And most people are tapped into their personality. Most mm-hmm. people are tapped into, um, you know, fulfilling their personality's needs, right? And that's that that only get you so far. It's just right. it's just not that deep, right? right. But right. once you tap into the needs um, of your soul, mm-hmm. um, and you can start to align your personality with your soul, you just go to depths and you have so much more meaning and purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. It's just the ultimate, right? Yeah, no doubt. Oh my God. And, you know, I think that, again, I think back around that same thought process around around the whack-a-mole, it's like, I think we're on this search, this never ending, or at least it could be never ending search for who we really are. But we're looking in all the wrong places because everything is external, right? We're looking, like you said, in bottles and in, you know, money and in all relationships and all of these things. And for me, I firmly believe, you know, when you say that soul alignment, I have to go back. And again, this is, this is my perspective. Those who follow me know who I am. and I'm just like, I believe that you almost have to go back to the maker. It's like, okay, God, who did you create me to be? What, what should I be doing here so that I'm not on this everlasting, never ending, you know, just depleting journey of trying to figure out what I should be doing and who I am and, and, and never getting that alignment, never finding out who I am really supposed to be. This is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, Jessica, you, you talked about this relationship and these relationships that obviously were not healthy, were not leading you to the place where you're supposed to be. But, you know, we're so big on connections here in networking school, talking about making the right connections. What have been the most important connections in your life, whether it be business, personal, or whatever?
1: Yeah, it's all about connections, right? It's, it's interesting because I'm at a place right now where I am trying to um, – to put myself out there with this new business, right, and to to make those connections, right, and so, you know, i i I'm spending I'm spending a lot of money to try and find my people. Like, I want nothing more than to find my people who I am meant to serve, and I'm spending a lot of money on this um, digital marketing avenue, right, and. But what I'm realizing is, is that it's very difficult to make those heart and soul connections yeah. digitally. And so what I realized was, so when I hopped into a, a um, it was a, a Zoom virtual networking meeting, and there was a handful of other ladies there, and we all got to speak and hear each other and feel each other. It was like, after I was in that meeting, it was, it was, I was just a guest there. Mm -hmm. like four people reached out to me after that meeting, wanted to know me, wanted to join my group. And I was like, a light bulb went off and I'm like, this is the way I need to find my people. I need to connect with them on a personal level, like clicking on a Facebook ad and this it's just, it's just so disconnected. And so what I've realized is that I need to find my people and make these relationships at a, at a heart level and at a personal level. And so groups like yours and Tony's, where we can actually hear each other and see each other and feel each other,
0: this, this is where I, my focus needs to be. I love that. And the thing is, when you're talking about, I mean, just think about the way you've described your journey thus far. It's very personal. It's very vulnerable. People cannot, number one, they can't be that way online, in most cases, in, in, a, in that kind of digital area, area, and they're not ready for that kind of connection from, from other people. And so you have to, I had a really brilliant coach who once told me, she said, the way you connect with someone is the way they're gonna want you to interact with them. So even if you do make those connections from a digital perspective, and when I mean digital, like you said, I mean like someone clicks on a button, they get a download from me, but they never really get a chance to have those heart-to-heart, one-on-one conversations, She said that what happens is we get these people who all join our list, for instance, and then we want to transition them into these heartfelt relationships that they never signed up for. And so you're wondering why in the world we can't make this deeper connection with these people who only signed up to press a button, get a couple of things from you, and never get to know you as a person. So I think it is important for us to determine how do I want to interact with people, how do I want people to connect with me, and then find that. And you're doing it. You're doing it. And even in this in this COVID nineteen scenario that we're in right now, where we're not always going out and about and meeting people. We're not jumping on airplanes and getting um, to different people's conventions and conferences. You're still finding a way to make those connections. And I'm really glad to hear that because you have a a very personal um, business. People don't always want to talk about their money. They get very, very guarded around that. Like you said, there's shame, there's all of these things. You can't expect people to talk to you about that through a newsletter or an email, correct? Oh, so true, so true. And such, such a good point.
1: Uh, I never thought about it that way, um, that the way you connect with people at the beginning is really what they expect to, and want. Yeah. So when I, yeah, yeah, when I connect um, personally, um, then then it's easy to, you know, continue on that relationship that way. Um, right. If I connect with people digitally, and then I go there, it's like, well, wait a second, I I didn't sign up for this or I didn't necessarily want all that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we're wondering what happened. I thought we were were BFFs. No, (laughs) they're not there yet. And that's okay. And that's okay, right? It's just figuring out how do you want them to interact and then meeting them right there. And you're going to get the right people to raise their hand over and over again. And I think the reverse of that is also important we talk about, Jessica, because many times We'll connect with someone like this and have that eye-to-eye, face-to-face, heart-to-heart connection. And then once they sign up, we drop them into an email newsletter. And we, you know what I mean? And now we're only connecting with them in a way that they never signed up for. And they're like, where are you? When I met Jessica, she was my BFF, and now all I get from her is a newsletter or a Facebook post periodically. And so we have to really, I think, as business owners, right, as connectors, be really cognizant of that and connect with people on the level that they need the most. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And understand uh, what their needs are and and serve them um, at that level. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's a good point.
0: I love that. So what about networking for you? Because now you are having to network, you are having to make these connections. What has been your biggest networking aha or networking secret?
1: Well, you know, it, it really just, um, you know, is ingrained in me that relationships are at the heart of every business. Um, it, it, it's not so much about, um, you know, the, the packaging, um, you know, the, the, the delivery, but, you know, the connection um, between two people, between someone who has, you know, um, something to serve, something to give, uh, and, and the person that is you know, looking for the answers. Relationships are, are at the heart of it. And to just keep that, keep that at the forefront. Um, networking for me is something that I, I, I've been comfortable in because, you know, as part of my, my full-time job, I was always networking with other businesses as I, I served their business needs. Um, but this is more on a personal level. Um, and so, you know, making sure that I, 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 especially in this virtual world, it's very different. I've never networked virtually before. It was always locally, you know. Right. Um, so being able to, to find, um, find these places, find where my people are,
0: um, that, that's been really, really key. Very, very good. Um, how could I, Jessica, if I'm out and about and I'm meeting the different people as I always am, how could I refer you? Who are you looking to connect with right now?
1: Yeah. So I, am I'm, I'm looking for, um, women, um, you know, so I have, um, I have a Facebook group and it's called the debt-free journey for independent women. And it's a, it's a free Facebook group where I go live every Monday at, uh, at noon, uh, Eastern standard time, um, to provide free training, uh, value, um, you know, information, motivation, inspiration on how you two can become debt free. Um, so that is my community. That's where um, that's where my people come to to um, to be inspired, to get more information. Uh, and that's where it all starts.
0: Wonderful. So for those of you all who are listening to Jessica and going, yes, please, <laughs> I want more of that. Make sure you reach out to her and connect with her in that Facebook group. Um, Jessica, is there? a, um, a group of those women that you feel like you're uniquely gifted to serve people who are divorced, people who are independent, you know, maybe entrepreneurs, is there any particular group that you're really looking to serve more than others, or is it just women at large?
1: Well, I, I I gotta tell you, um, I have a, a certain sensitivity to, um, to single moms, Mm-hmm. Um, I have a sensitivity to women who, um, you know, desire a better life and, um, you know, want to, um, you know, overcome addictions and things like that. So, you know, pretty much who I was, you know, yes.
0: years ago, you know, I love that. I love that. If someone is sitting at their computer right now and they're going, oh, I need a change. What are some of the phrases or words they're going to be Googling and find you?
1: uh debt-free journey. Okay. Um, I have a, a free ebook um, that I wrote that really outlines everything I did uh, as a single mom to become debt-free in less than a year. And it's called uh, the debt-free journey. Um, and so if you were to type to Google in the debt-free journey, probably my, my free ebook will pop up. Um, that would, that would probably be the biggest one.
0: Very good. Very good. Well, Jessica, I am so excited to have had the chance to talk with you. I know that someone is going to be changed <laughs> once they have heard this and realize, wait a minute, I don't have to stay where I am. I don't have to keep playing whack-a-mole with my life. I can do what Jessica did. And I'm encouraging you all the were who are listening, reach out to her, join her Facebook group, get in connection and community with her because I've seen some amazing things thus far. And I know there are some great things she can help you with. So Jessica, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Tish. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcasts. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.